following podcast represents the perspectives of the host and our guests. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent those of our places of work. Welcome to Parcels of Info, NDC's most efficient way to deliver parcels of valuable info to the healthcare supply chain. I'm today's host, Ian Farty, and joining me is Rebecca Lodge, Director of Life Sciences and Diagnostics at Thomas Scientific. A new segment we're playing with is called The Start of the Story. We'll be talking with manufacturers, distributors, and individuals from time to time about how their story in our business started, or perhaps even how their companies came to be what they are today. Many of you know Rebecca from her incredible career, Thomas Scientific, but do you know the start of the story? Rebecca, thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you, Ian. Now, let's get started with your journey. We have to go way back before Thomas Scientific. Uh, Tell us what you were doing in the world of horseback riding. So it was technically called equestrian vaulting. Equestrian vaulting. Okay. Yes. And it actually... Um, dates back to the Roman times and is quite literally the oldest sport in history. So you can look that up. It was developed to help the soldiers get on and off the horses safely during battle. And then it just kind of evolved from there. It is a combination of gymnastics, dance, kind of cheerleading, all thrown together on top of a moving horse. That is unbelievable. So... Horseback riding couldn't have been more wrong. (laughs) I did have a brief career in the equestrian world. Really? I did. Uh, I worked for an event up in in Toronto called the Royal Agricultural Winter Fair. uh, And it's an indoor uh, 12-day equestrian event. But what I loved about equestrian, it's one of the few Olympic sports, and I don't think equestrian vaulting is in the Olympics. However equestrian or hunters and jumpers and dressage and all of those it's one of the few olympic sports where men and women compete on a level playing field correct yeah so vaulting is not part of the olympics it used to be way back when um they removed it and i'm not entirely sure why i think it has to deal with the amount of countries that are involved in it yeah i'm not sure what but um it is part of the fei's um, seven disciplines, though. So the FEI is essentially the um, Federation for Equestrian Sports. So, yep. um, And it is one of the seven disciplines? It is one of the seven disciplines. Now, how old were you when you started equestrian vaulting? Nine years old. Nine years old. That is unbelievable. There has to be some great stories, maybe even some great leaders you led, you met along the way. Can you share a couple with us? Oh, some stories. Well, first of all, I'm not sure how my parents allowed me to do this at nine years old. Now that I'm a parent of an eight-year-old, I'm like, what were they thinking? Um, But what I do love is that they allowed us to try anything. So, um, and really, vaulting has really built me up um, to who I am today. So, um, you know, I was involved with it for around 20 years, part of my life like living, eating, drinking, breathing, sleeping my life. Um, So some of the stories though, um, so a couple, um, when I had first started at nine years old, I was, I was small, right? I was tiny kid. (laughs) Um, So 
there's a team aspect and an individual aspect of all things. So the team aspect is you get three people on the horse at a time. Now you have someone sitting on the neck, you have, so you have the neck base, you have the standing base, the, the person on the back, and then you have the- On one horse. On one horse. And then you have the flyer, who is the small person that they get to toss around. I was that person. Um, <laughs> and so um, I was just going with it. You know, I was nine yep. years old. I'm not going to say no. Yeah, put me wherever. Um, so I was the flyer for a very long time and got dropped a lot of times and and- had to get back up and do it again. Um, but we were on the local news station. I remember his name is, was Don Pollock. Uh, it was Don Pollock's world. It was his little session on like the 11 o'clock news. Yeah. And uh, he came out and did a, a little, you know, taping of us for his show. Um, probably when I was, yeah, nine or 10. And this is up in the New York area? No, this is right here. I, I'm I live in Swedesboro still. This was in Swedesboro. Okay. Yeah. So And where is Swedesboro for our listeners who might not know? Yes, Swedesboro is across <laughs> the Commodore Berry Bridge from Pennsylvania. So Okay. Not very far. It's Philadelphia. Right yeah. So, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh so you know what's amazing? As we're doing some of these start of the stories, the word resiliency and and whether their start was in music or whether it was in um, dance or whether it is in equestrian vaulting, resiliency seems to be a foundation that a lot of people in our industry have been built upon. Um, what else did you learn then, and what and and what have you used during your incredible equestrian vaulting career? And I am saying it correctly now throughout the podcast <laughs> that has helped you today, other than resiliency. Resiliency is a huge part of that. Um, you know, it's literal in vaulting. You fall and you get back up and you do it again. Yeah. Um, so that is something I've learned. But, um, you know, teamwork, man, when you have three people on a horse at a time, the communication as well is it, it is key. If, if you don't have that communication, you are going to drop somebody. You are going to fumble. You're going to mess up. Um, so if you ever, you know, had seen a team and three of us on the horse at a time, we're constantly talking to each other, making sure that you okay, you good before we do a move, because if they're not, and it all kind of, yeah. everybody could fall. So uh, how big are these horses? How many hands high? So our vaulting horse that we used all the time, who is part of my heart and soul. Uh, his name was Yannick. He was a, an American warm blood. Um, he was a cross between a thoroughbred and a Belgian. Okay. And he was 18 hands. Wow. So, and just probably a smidge over 2,000 pounds. And three of you are riding this horse together simultaneously, coordinating acrobatics while he is running a course? He's cantering. So there's a lunger who controls the horse. On yeah. a forty-yard uh, lunge line, so it's hooked to their their bridle, and you know they control the horse in that circle. Unbelievable. We don't do anything with the horse except do what we need to do. On the, the lunger, horse, the lunger controls the horse. Now, going back to my obviously um, minimal knowledge of the world, but I have experience. Were you also in charge of looking after the horse? Like, did you muck stalls? Did you do all that stuff? 
absolutely. Horse came first. Um, and that was, I mean, I think in any equestrian sport, but with us, you know, on our team, horse was first priority. Um, making sure that they, yes, their stalls were cleaned. Um, they were brushed. They were bathed. They were cooled down if needed be. And, you know, the hot heat, um, everything. So horse came first. That's unbelievable. So now fast forward and what brought you to healthcare? That's actually a direct correlation. Um, so I went to vaulting practice one Saturday morning and one of my teammates, she's like, there's an opening at the job I work at in the marketing department. And at that point I was, uh, yeah, great. Thank you. Um, so I applied and just about 13 years, one month will be my 13 years. So 13 years later, here I am. Well, congratulations. That is unbelievable. So the, what you did for love transcended into a 13 year awesome career in healthcare. Absolutely. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, so is there any riding today or what's your involvement with the sport? Ugh, unfortunately there isn't. And I miss it so much. Um, the vaulting, honestly, I'm going to say maybe not so much because um, I I had retired, quote unquote, and then yeah. um, my girlfriend and teammate, she asked me to be on her team. She was putting a team together, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm kind of old for that, but I did it, and let me tell you, it kicked my butt. I was like, this is – I am too old for this. And this <laughs> was like eight, nine, ten years ago, honestly. Okay. So, uh, yeah. After that, I was like, uh, I think I'm going to call it. Uh, so do you trail ride or do you do anything now I with horses? And I would no? love to, like, I love going on trail rides. I love just, yeah. I miss being in the barn. I miss it so much. I miss the smell of horses. I just, I miss it all. Yeah. So I don't know if you know this, uh, Steve Martin, obviously, oh, yeah. uh, uh, his daughter was a big hunter jumper, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and had stables and horses and the whole bit. And, and she's moved on as well now, but I, I encourage you get, you need to get back involved. I, I do. There, there are some, um, there are some places around here. And what I would love to do is to volunteer for therapeutic riding. Um, yes. and, and so I know there are some around here, so I, I got to get into that. I got to look into that. It's well, very bit- cool. We were just at a community day just this past weekend, and I was with my son. And it was with um, local um, police departments and yeah. the bomb squad and all kind of, you know, all that stuff. And they had the mounted police there of New Jersey, and there's a guy there with his horse. And I'm like, I asked my son, I was like, do you want to go see the horse? He's like, no, but do you? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for knowing me so well, son. Yeah. So well, I that's very cool. I was just loving on that horse. He was so cute. That's awesome. So, okay, coming to the end of our of our podcast, and again, thank you. But give us your top three moments over that time in your life. Let us know what what really resonates with you. And now we're going back eight or nine years, oh. and maybe sort of a, a connection to to why it was such a top moment today. Oh boy, that's a loaded question. That's a lot to think about because this was. A long time ago. So well, it's only a 15 minute podcast and we got three <laughs> minutes left. So all right, um, I'll make it quick. Um, so one cool thing was I was in the orange bowl parade 
in Florida. That's very cool. I think that was in 1999, if I remember. So that was a cool experience. Um, I was also um, on the friendship team. So in in the vaulting community, there's this friendship team, and it is for silver and gold medalists only. And it's if you want to join, it's you sign up, and then they have an event. So this event was in Ohio. It was the Equine Affair in Columbus, Ohio, I believe. Yeah. Um, and so silver and gold medalists who signed up to be on the team, they go, um, they meet each other, um, they put a routine together in literally a day or two, never having vaulted with anybody before. Um, so we put this together, this whole routine together, and then we, you know, do an exhibit at the show. Yep. That was pretty cool. That was um, at night. There were 8,000 plus people. Spot- wow. Spotlight on you and on the horse as you're vaulting. And so that was cool. Um, and then I'd say the last one is honestly getting to know the horse, Yannick, that we had. Yeah. He was, I still dream about him. He's gone now. Um, I actually still have dreams about him and I miss him terribly. And it sounds kind of, probably silly, but never knew a horse could have that much of an impact on me. Well, it doesn't sound silly at all. How long was Yannick your horse? He was not technically mine. He was the team. Well, your performance horse. Um, Oh gosh. We bought him when he was four, um, uh, 15 years. Wow. Well, I'm sure he's still, remembering a lot of those falls as well possibly he was a great he was an amazing horse he looked out for us all the time well unbelievable story thank you for sharing with us and and i'll make you this promise we'll get greg matthews next time you're in nashville (laughs) we'll get greg matthews out and we'll go trail riding okay okay and and then we'll do a business review meeting or something like that we'll get perfect We'll get Greg the Hammer Matthews out on a horseback and see how I he like does. It. Greg, his legs, his his legs might drag on the ground. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for for listening in on on our start of the story podcast with Rebecca Lodge and Rebecca. Unbelievable start to your story, and congratulations on two great careers: one in the equestrian vaulting, and of course, one in healthcare today. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.